This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. Let me begin first by thanking my friend and colleague Curtis Sliwa for sitting in on this program yesterday. And I really have to tell you, if that was the only show that Curtis did, that would be impressive enough. But he did six hours straight overnight on Saturday morning, six hours straight overnight on Sunday morning. He did Saturday afternoon with Anthony Weiner. Sunday night with his solo show. Then, Monday morning, he was the co-host of The Morning Show with John Katsimatidis, then did his own show. I mean, the guy is incredible. I heard that uh, when he left here finally yesterday, he wasn't looking so great. He was looking pretty haggard. And it's easy because Curtis asks for a lot of these hours for us to forget that Curtis is only human. But from what I heard, uh, he was in bad shape when he left the airwaves yesterday. And uh, I am grateful for such a talented host to be able to sub for me. So I got a mailing this weekend from the New York City Board of Elections informing me where I'm going to vote for the primary elections. All accurate information, all very helpful information. Here's the first problem. There are no primaries in my community on primary day. Here's the second problem. I'm not enrolled in any political party, so I wouldn't be eligible to vote in any parties on primary day. Now, I happen to have some friends and family members that work at the Board of Elections, so I asked them, just out of curiosity, I'm sure there's a good reason for this, why does the New York City Board of Elections send out mailings even when there are no elections that you're eligible to vote in? It would strike me as a tremendous cost savings to just do that when there's an election you're eligible to vote in, and also probably avoid a lot of confusion. I was told that it It is a provision of state law that they have to notify all voters. Well, let me suggest to any state legislators that might be listening to this program, this ought to change. The state legislature ought to amend the law to make it that they only send mailings to voters that are eligible to participate in the elections that they're mailing about. For the general election, make that be the annual mailing that every voter gets. But for the primary, it should just be sent to people that can vote in the primary. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I think if you have listened to this program, you know that when it comes to civil liberties, I tend to err on the libertarian end of things. And I understand the push for decriminalization and legalization of things like marijuana over the years. But what we are seeing now is every one of the detrimental implications of the legalization of marijuana that we were warned about. There was a fascinating article in the New York Times over the weekend. More and more teenagers are coming to school high 
That is the word from New York City teachers and students, by the way, in a series of interviews that some classrooms are in disarray as more and more younger students are actually smoking marijuana at school. So it's long been common for some teens to smoke marijuana. This happened when I was in school. Teachers and students are saying that more and more younger students are smoking throughout the day and at school. There's very little definitive data on marijuana use among children and what information is available can sometimes offer a contradictory picture. Disciplinary data from the city education department reflects a 10% increase in alcohol and drug-related offenses this year compared to 2019. But a city survey found teen cannabis use had actually declined in 2021, the same year that the state legalized marijuana for recreational use. Still, Two dozen students and teachers at public, private, and charter schools across the city said in interviews with the New York Times that some classrooms are in total disarray as more and more of these students are showing up late and high. They said that with the proliferation of unlicensed smoke shops and the availability of vape pens and edible products, cannabis has never been more accessible and inconspicuous. First of all, it's not exactly as if American school children or New York City school children are setting the world on fire in terms of their academic performance as it is. Let's not add marijuana to that occasion. I would just ask that there be a serious crackdown, Elliot Ness style, on all these illegal vape shops. That's clearly where these kids are getting this marijuana from. Let's crack down on these illegal vape shops and put a stop to these kids coming to class high. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, a Democratic candidate for district leader, that's a local party position, in Manhattan had his hopes dashed for elective office after he failed to specify his gender on qualifying petitions. Local Democratic committee rules require candidates to specify their gender as either male, female, or non-binary. Todd Stein, who is a talent manager who lives on the Upper East Side, said the M missing from his forms for male was the result of a printer's error and shouldn't disqualify him from the race. From time to time, they do give you some leeway, the Board of Elections, on a printer's error. You can submit a letter to the board indicating that there was a printer's error in the printing of your petitions, and sometimes they'll understand that, and sometimes they won't. But the Board of Elections did not agree and said without a clear gender marker, it was impossible for voters to know what he's running as and warned of creating voter confusion. The gender rule has been in place since 2022. Todd Stein was booted from the ballot after his petition sheets failed to specify a gender. And, unfortunately, I would have told this guy if he had asked me, go to court. I think you have a good chance of having the court put you back on. Well, he went to court and New York Supreme Court Justice Lucy Billings agreed, closing down Stein's last avenue of appeal. This is terrible and it's now going to pave the way for Stein's challenger, Ben Axelrod, to run unopposed. This is an unpaid position. It's not the biggest deal in the world. But why is gender so important in selecting district leaders? Why not let people run without gender? 
Okay, that's the party rule. You have to specify a gender. So be it. This is clearly a printer's error on the petition. This guy should not have been booted from the ballot. And if he was, I mean, come on. If he didn't put an M on there, put him in the non-binary category. This is so stupid. The guy had enough valid signatures. And I don't know who this guy is. This guy might be the best party leader in the world or the worst. And I don't care. The voters have a right to choose. This guy has the proper number of signatures from the proper voters and he's off the ballot because he didn't put a little m on his petitions what a joke to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight well there have been a lot of crimes about self-defense in the news of late the most high profile of which is the jordan Neely case. Let me tell you about another story out of Long Island, right in our backyard, Nassau County, Belrose Village. A Long Island man was arrested after he allegedly fatally stabbed a man who was apparently stealing the wheels off of his cars. According to detectives, 28-year-old Jacob Alvarenga Mejia saw three men attempting to steal the wheel rims and tires from his parked 2023 Toyota Highlander from in front of his house around 1.30 in the morning on May 13th. He's accused of walking outside his home where they were burglarizing his car with a large kitchen knife and stabbing one of the men multiple times before all three ran. The victim, later identified as 22-year-old Luis Pena of the Bronx, died at the hospital. Mejia was the victim, meaning this is the guy they arrested. Mejia was the victim of a catalytic converter theft two months ago. Nassau County Police Department Detective Captain Stephen Fitzpatrick said Mr. Mejia was a victim of catalytic converter theft two months prior prior to that, enraged him to the point that when this was happening, he went outside and took matters too far. He stabbed him multiple times. Those stab wounds caused the death of Mr. Pena. Police say shots were fired by at least one of the suspects as they fled the would-be theft, but no one was struck. They've been located and interviewed by investigators and Authorities say charges are likely. Well, whenever you're ready, don't rush on our account. Mejia was arraigned Friday on charges of first-degree manslaughter and first-degree assault. He's being held on a million-dollar bond. Now, I won't dispute that maybe he did go too far, but this guy didn't ask to be put in this position. He didn't ask to have his car burglarized twice. He didn't ask to have a bunch of armed assailants come to his home with guns when he's armed only with a kitchen knife. Why is no one talking about this case? Do you think the fact that no one's talking about it has to do with the fact that this fellow who's been arrested and the dead thief are Latinos and it's not a white on black crime or black on white crime that the media can play up? No one's raising money for this guy's defense. Even the activists aren't really rallying to give him attention. The police arrested him. They still haven't arrested these remaining armed thieves. This guy defended himself and his property against armed thieves and a judge keeps him in jail with a million dollars bail. I feel so bad for this guy. I don't know what the I don't know what the adjudication of this case is going to be like, but it is a shame all around. To be continued. 